if you are a spiritual entrepreneur, no doubt you know the power of networking, the power of using your social influence and your social structures to be able to find collaborations and service exchanges and, of course, connect you with ideal clients. The question is, why when so many people network, do they not go beyond the outcomes and results of just a friendly chat with someone? And how do you make those connections? How do you network in a way where you're starting to find those outcomes that benefit you and, of course, your business? Well, I decided to run another group coaching call after the weekly collaboration call in the Serving Circle to discuss all of this. I discuss all the things that how I build the Serving Circle and what I do for my networking. And we also get the expertise of Jenny Erickson, who's got 20 plus years building communities, networking to learn what to do and what not to do. So what we're going to go through here is one, you're going to learn what I do for my personal messages and the questions I ask my audience. Two, the things to avoid, the mistakes to avoid so that you don't just waste your time when you're doing these efforts. And of course, three, how to explain what it is you do and how it is you do it that makes people want to connect with you. So I'll put Jenny's links below. I've also linked below the YouTube uh, link to the Lead With Heart group project that I mentioned here in the episode. So feel free to check those out for some extra resources. Connect with Jenny, she's awesome. And of course, it's here and in the Serving Circle where you help elevate the consciousness of the planet through the success of your spiritual business. If you're a spiritual entrepreneur, be sure to subscribe. I love when you support the content. Of course, I'll see you in the Serving Circle when you start collaborating with your soul tribe. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy, is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Well, I think I think what would be cool, I'll give you an understanding just very briefly of how I started networking and the power that it can sort of uh, unveil. Because I, about three years ago, started reaching out to people on LinkedIn and on Facebook and testing and tweaking what worked or didn't work. Surprise, surprise, sending a link saying, hey, send me $30 doesn't work. But I didn't actually try that. But if I, I started asking myself the questions around what's a message I can send someone that one is different, two, that adds a lot of value, three, with very minimal risk. And they're the sort of questions. And as some of you have done some of my trainings. I did, a, um, I did a lead with heart group project um, that a lot of you joined. And I sort of walked through how I do my personal messages, but it really um, walks through how you can build this momentum of people in your life. Because let's say, how would your business benefit if you met three people and then those three people 
connected you with three people, all of a sudden you got nine people. And if those nine people you're all meeting, and then all of a sudden those nine people introduce you to two other people, then you got, you know, 18 friends or whatever, or even more that more new friends that all of a sudden it's just, it's just a snowball effect, right? Now, obviously I've found how effective that can be. And I thought, how can I leverage that? Hence the serving circle so that now everyone's meeting everyone. It's not just me meeting people, it's everyone meeting everyone. And it's sort of just like the benefit of a global community that's heart-based, that has the right intention, that can introduce everyone to everyone. And so I thought I'd give a couple steps of what I, like what I say uh, when I got started that I found, wow, this is effective. Because um, we all know on LinkedIn, especially, or even on Facebook, the personal messages can be very uh, spammy, to put it bluntly, very, very spammy. And you can feel the energy of a message when you read it and someone has clearly just sent that as a, uh, you know, as a lead generation strategy. And what does your brain do? It says, oh my God, I need to click on this because I'm really excited to read it. No, it, you, you, it immediately kicks in this response. It says, oh, this person's just, you know, doing this as a lead generation and there's no, there's no connection there. They don't know me and therefore there's very little value and actually high risk internally in your energy system. It's high risk to engage in that because they're obviously not there for your best interest. Therefore it's tough for them to engage in that way. So what I started doing, uh, I've sent this, the very first message of this kind I sent to my friend, uh, Johan Nagera, who's here in Melbourne, I looked him up on LinkedIn and he's just incredible dude, build multiple businesses here in Melbourne that are multiple six figures. And he's, um, he's got three mentors that are billionaires, but he, his energy is so heartfelt. It's he's so kind. He's one of the most compassionate people I know. I'm like, this is someone I want to have as a mentor. This is someone I want to have in my network. I reached out to him and the very first message I sent was along the lines of, I saw you on LinkedIn, I saw you doing this stuff. I'm starting to network with these sort of people. So while I'm doing that, who can I send you away? There would be an ideal client or a key source of collaboration. Now, immediately in that message, it says, it says hey, I've looked up your stuff, make it personable. But then also it's very, very high value because on no effort on his behalf, what if he has someone searching through the networks that could offer him clients or collaborations? Very high value. It's also very low risk for him to send a message, say, hey, here's my ideal client. Here's, here's who I'm looking for for collaborations is very low risk, but the upside is immense. So what did I do? I learned that started networking with all these people and started sending people his way, right? Started sending people his way. And not only did the relationship start off with that much value, but every piece of value that two people can come together. Let's say I, I, um, I bring together two people who have built million dollar businesses with combined 50 years experience in business. What value does that create? It's infinite. And that infinite creation of value is attributed to me for the connection, right? So I just started doing that with everyone. 
Now, what happened there? On my birthday last year, he sent, he called me and he said, Tice, uh, you probably don't know this or remember, but you introduced me to someone. Uh, his name is, his name is Walter. And Walter was also on the call. I'm like, hey, Walter, how you doing? And he's like, yeah, good. He's like, and they said, we know it's your birthday. We want to send you a happy birthday. While we do so, we, all, we want to let you know that as you connected us, recently, we started a whole business together. We started a whole business together um, called Comment Suite, which gives people this platform with so much benefit. It offers lead generation, emails, um, CRMs, all like all this stuff. It's crazy. And uh, people pay about $1,000 a month um, to be on the platform. And they said, because you connected us, we're going to give it to you for free for life. Not only for connecting us, but also on your birthday. So happy birthday. And as that happened, I was looking back at all the networking I'd done, all the people I had connected and all the ways it had served my business as a byproduct. That one, my mind could not have predicted. Could not have predicted that these two would come together and behind my back build this huge business together. And that's obviously immensely profitable and doing very well. And it's crazy. So as you implement this in your life, in your business, could you see how you can start networking with people who are either ideal clients or key source of collaborations for you and asking those types of questions to them? asking the types of questions to them that are very high value, very low risk, and then just allow this momentum of people connecting with people to grow. And as that does, guess what happens? They get to like and know and trust you. They get to connect you with people. And through the byproduct of just the, the networks, you get to share more about who you are, what you do, who you're looking for, and everything starts to kick off in that way. So that they're the sort of things in which I had started. Obviously, I've learned a few things along the way, but that's how I got started with asking those particular questions and building that momentum. So with that being said, can you see how you could also apply something similar in your business? And do you have any particular questions? Do any questions come up for you guys in terms of how you can apply it to your own life or what I did next? Who's got questions? Beatrice, you got questions? I have, I want to say that this is fabulous sharing. I really, really like it. And I have experienced that it doesn't need work because you connect from the heart, uh, not to this extent as you are doing it. So it's very inspiring to hear how I can uh, like use it more. Mm -hmm. So um, for instance, I ask a very simple question in my connections and that is specifically on LinkedIn because I'm a big LinkedIn fan. Um, and a believer that that's where a lot of our clients are, uh, even if we a lot of people don't realize it yet. But I um, I asked the question, what is your biggest talent? Because I think, and I get a lot of feedback that people love it. So this is just a simple question I ask to connect. And I totally agree with you that all the people that are just connecting with you and then basically set trying to sell you something straight away is, is is very uncomfortable and not the way forward it's totally not our future and marketing is changing and we have to align it with 
who we are. So my question to you is, what kind of questions do you ask? Just to give us a bit of an idea, to give us a bit of a frame. Totally. Well, what, sometimes when people, um, you always want to ask what's in their benefit. So it depends on who you're engaging with. Mm -hmm. so what's in their benefit? If, if I'm reaching out to someone who's in corporate, it's going to be, my questions are probably going to be very different than someone who's a solopreneur trying to grow online. Or if they're a, you know, a single, a single mom who's just trying to get by day to day, you know, it really depends on who you're engaging with. So for example, if someone joins the serving circle, I'm asking them questions that are in their benefit. Like how can the group um, benefit you most? Um, what type of podcasts are you looking to get on? Are you looking to get on podcasts? Cause that's one of the major ways we collaborate. Um, obviously mm -hmm. I ask what it is they do and, and specifically how the group can help most. Are you looking for service exchanges? Are you looking for collaborations? Are you looking for um, more appearances on podcasts or, or speaking engagements? Um, just trying to find ways in which they're looking for help so that this community can come together to support them. Right. And so I can easily guide them to certain resources or people or calls and events that we're doing, depending on what they feel like they need most. But obviously it's of service straight off the bat. It's of service saying, Hey, this is what we're doing. Um, this is how your business can benefit. This is how we can help and who I can send you away. Um, even something like that. I mean, something as simple as, Hey, I have this community. Who is it I can connect with you that would be of most of service. I'll, I'll search through my network for you. And then, and then literally just connecting them with people that you think um, they need to meet. And it's very easy. It takes two minutes for me to search through my network, another one and a half minutes to connect them on Facebook and then immediately just get them off to a really, really good start. So it really depends on your, your clients and the people that you're networking with. By the way, the people that you're networking with might not be client, but they might have, you know, a network of your clients. Um, so things like that is what I would, what I generally ask. A lot of times when people go to networking meetings, they thinking about what they're going to talk about to sell their stuff and how to get across what, what they're doing when actually networking is all about active listening and building relationships. It's a long game. 20 years ago, when people turned up in person with business cards, balancing a cup of tea and trying to talk to somebody is no different to how we do it today, but we have the amazing ability to do it globally online. So it's about building relationships, cultivating relationships and asking questions of other people and trusting the process, the reciprocity, you know, and building relationships with a message that people understand. So you could go to three, four networking meetings every day, seven days a week. There's gazillions of them out there. But unless you're clear on what you do and who's a good fit for you or how you can help somebody you're just a nice person that somebody meets in a breakout room so people will say oh god yeah, i met susan this week what what, what, she, what does she do oh, i don't know but she was very nice and that's a shame so many people are wasting their time because they're so intent on selling their stuff or word vomiting all over people and not working with the ebb and flow of of the relationship and and asking the questions and you know often i will ask people questions in a breakout room in, in that opportunity you know what's your big ask who can i send your way 
And you would imagine they go, God, thank you ever so much, Jenny. I need this and this and this and that and that and that. And a lot of times people go, oh, I, I don't I don't actually know. I hadn't even thought of it. Oh, thank you for asking that. Because I, oh, oh, well, people that everybody who, no, it's not that. Let's be specific. I've, you know, I've got a magic wand. I can wave my magic wand. What do they look like? What are you looking for? And it actually makes people think an, an, an awful lot because we're just so geared to this, what we think is just an exchange. I do this, you do that. Let's talk about it. But, you know, the magic is, as, as Tyson so rightly says, you know, building those relationships making a connection saying who to look out for for you how do I help and support you and the law of reciprocity or whatever you want to call it the universe is very very powerful you know we're in 2022 I still have connections with people I met right back in the early 2000s who ping me a message Jenny I just met Susan you know she was talking about I thought of you let me leave the two of you for a conversation that could be a LinkedIn or a Facebook or whatever um, and that's the, that's the amazing thing about it. It's a, it's a long game of actively listening and helping and supporting somebody and not necessarily being able to do it in the first instance, because we've got to build that trust. If I'm going to share people I know and connect people, you know, it's, a, it's about getting to know people too. But, you know, the, the, the magic is, is building the relationships and being able to say three months down the line, gosh, Tyson, you know, you're asking for something and I thought about it and, you know, here we are, suddenly I, I've met somebody and I would love to introduce you. And then, you know, I don't want to send a gazillion people Tyson's way because he's, he's looking for something that I think might be a good fit. I, I you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll just give him all those names. I really want to listen to understand perhaps what his need is on an occasion or what he's looking for and know that when I meet somebody, I there's a, oh, there's an amazing opportunity because I understand what he does. I understand what somebody else does. I, I want to send the two of them off for a LinkedIn or a Facebook conversation and the rest is down to them. But there's no use my sending somebody somebody's way if, if they're not a good fit so that's what's important it's always keeping engaged and listening for other people and and you know how you can help and serve and and support them beautiful and for those on the just listening on the podcast that's uh jenny erickson so 20 plus years in networking so one of the um questions i have for you jenny is what's some things uh that people can keep in mind of when sharing their message because you just explained how the message is so important of being clear and um, having that, you know, transfer to someone else of understanding who they can send their way. What do you, what, do you have some tips or some guidance as what people can have, you know, what people can work on or focus on to make sure that their message and what they're communicating is clear while networking? Be very, very clear on who you, you serve. Um, you know, a lot of times people will say, I help everybody. And that might be true, you know, for example, you could be a travel agent and a travel agent would say, I could send anybody anywhere. And that, that's very much true. But when you drill down with somebody and say, but what do you really like to do? Who do you really serve? Especially with online networking, we can see that almost that switch in behavior. So somebody, would, a travel agent could say, I can send you to Spain. You know, I can send you for a lovely holiday in Spain. Yes, but you know, what do you really like to do? And then you'll see, you'll see a change in a behavior and language. Or I really like to send people on cruises, you know, kids when they go on Disney cruises or people that are celebrate. And you think, there you go. 
you're the cruise expert. There was something, there was a switch, a subtle switch, the congruency between what came out of your mouth and your body language. You're the person, if I'm going to go on a cruise, you're the person I'm going to choose because that congruency was there, the, the eloquence was there of the message. And that's what it is. It's about really knowing who you serve, who you work with, who you support. What do people get when they work with you? It's very easy for us to say, I do this, I do that, whatever. S switch it around. When people work with you, what is the end result? What do they get when they work with you? So, and, and think about how your message fits into, into a time allotted at a networking meeting. You know, do your homework before. What is the format of a networking meeting? How long are you going to get to speak? If you've only got a minute, you've, you can't tell everybody everything you do in a minute. That's not possible. But that snapshot, that little minute has to contain language that makes people go, oh, I just, I'm going to reach out to them afterwards because I, there's some words there. I want to continue that conversation. Are you having, you know, do you have an opportunity to, for a longer message? How do you talk more about what you do? How, you know, if you run out of steam, it's, it, it, somebody will very quickly take your time. If everybody's allocated a couple of minutes and you run out of steam after a minute, somebody also go, oh, that's very nice. I'll have another minute. But invite people. What can I tell you more about what I do? You know, what questions do you have for me? You know, make sure you use that time wisely. You know, often I, I do that in, in meetings with, with people and they say, oh, oh I, don't know, I can't think of anything more to, to, to tell you. I'll hand over to somebody else. And I say, oh, no, do you mind if we ask you a question? Who's a really good, who do we all look out for for you? And then when somebody has kind of sputtered to a halt, they'll start again. Oh, thank you. Yeah, people who, or I would like, or I am looking for. And that's the ebb and flow of networking that, you know, those you should always be actively thinking and writing down how can you help somebody and listening. That's that's the magic of it. Beautiful. Yeah, I think when um, there's a couple elements to all of this, and one of them, like you're saying, Jenny, is coming to the clear communication. If you are very specific about someone who you would love to work with, uh, it just the the triggers in the brain that help people bring someone to mind is really important. So if I say, I help everyone with everything that no one's going to go, Oh, cool. I'm going to send you everyone. That's right. Right. That's right. Oh, everyone I know. Okay. Yeah. I'll make a list of everyone. I know I'm just going to send them your way. That doesn't mm. help. Like, but if you say, if I say to you, I'm specifically, um, you know, building a group with uh, firemen, immediately yeah. your brain goes, we, do I know, do I know any firemen? Right? That's right immediately and so and if you know one or two your brain's immediately going to go how do i how do i reach out to john and connect them you know yeah and and so you can get very specific on a couple things one is the person like fireman but like you're saying also what's the transformation that you're helping people achieve what is it like when they after they work with you what is that outcome that's also specific so if if you're looking to get like my the outcome is people to go on a cruise Maybe it's their anniversary. Hey, my outcome is for your anniversary, you're going on a cruise to the Bahamas. And so immediately my mind's going like, oh, my mom's looking for a cruise and she's wondering where to go for her anniversary. All of a sudden, specific outcome, right? Yeah. Very specific outcome or a specific problem. If you help someone with back pain or you help someone with 
um, growing on TikTok, mm. or you help someone, you know, do the best painting of their life. Exactly. So, and be the expert in your field you you know do you help people with back pain or do you help women in pregnancy who are struggling with back pain be the expert in in your field and you're absolutely right i mean the the word is specificity it's a horrible word to try and say but the more specific you can be the more people can help you and when they hear your message and when you you have that continuity of saying the same thing i mean obviously you can change your message but when people know how to help you they know you know i am a i am i make gluten free and vegan cakes so how many times have we met somebody going oh, i love cakes but you know i'm gluten intolerant or i've just become vegan i've made wow i met somebody at the networking group she makes vegan cakes and the gluten free and she delivers let me put you in touch she doesn't just make cakes she makes gluten-free cakes, vegan cakes. So that, 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 that detail is, is super, super important. And as I say, you might, somebody might, you know, ask you and you might look and think cracky and, you know, you've got a sea of blank faces. Nobody knows how to help you. But as time goes by, you think, oh gosh, yes, you know, I met that lady or I met that person and let me look at let me look at my notes and, and see. So being, being an expert in your field or giving people the cues that they need in order to, to help you. I mean, here's an example. Here's an example, a VA. So a VA will say, I will help, I help small businesses. I help, you know, budding entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants with their small business overload. That doesn't really mean anything. I need to know, what are you, a MailChimp expert? Do you answer telephones? Now, say when Tyson goes out and about, for example, he needs somebody to answer his telephone. And say Rainbow was a, you know, a wonderful VA. And I say, oh, you know, Rainbow, you know, gosh, I, I know Tyson's been looking for somebody to answer his phone. And Tyson, I've met Rainbow and she's a wonderful VA. Now, Rainbow might say, oh, Jen, you know, I don't do phone answering. I, you know, I, I do MailChimp campaigns or I do filing or, or, or whatever. I've tried to put two people together that aren't a good fit. So what does that do? That means I look like I haven't actively listened. I have, but does it mean Rainbow wasn't specific with her message? Maybe. So by being laser focused on what you really do, that means that the rest of us can help fit the right people together. And that's that's how networking works. Awesome. Now, some some key uh, things you've said, Jenny, is that there's so many networking events out there. We have the opportunity to test and tweak these things. You can go on a networking event every day for seven days and try a different message. Try to explain your things in different ways, or be more specific, or be more you know a little more compelling, and see the looks on people's faces. Or if you're in a breakout room, see what engagement you get see if they do follow up with you and join your calendar link or whatever and get some feedback with um with testing and tweaking your message and not only testing and tweaking your message but like putting it out there and saying okay what worked what didn't work and let's sort of um let's see what we can make that's the most effective so that when i put this message out there i get there's 20 people on the call all of a sudden um, five reached out and said, Hey, I want to organize a chat. And then all five refer back to you and say, Oh, it was awesome that you did this. It was awesome that you did that. And you can ask mm -hmm. them and say, what was it about my message? What was it that I said that allowed you to book this call or allowed you to jump on this link or 
anything like that, and just really get some feedback um, around that. You can hone and shape and refine and tweak as you you go. You know, there are things you learn or and you will get people say to you, gosh, I, you know, I, I really resonated with you with that. I, I, I was at a networking meeting a while back. I helped people with their messaging. And this there was a lady. She had joined her husband in their business. They do cameras, onboard cameras for vehicles. And, you know, it, it's a very, very male dominated world. And she was joining him in the business. And she said, I want to be able to turn up to networking meetings and talk about what we do as you know he's busy making all the vehicles safe but I'm the person going and and talking about it and I was talking about messaging and she said to me it was like he was speaking directly to me I had to have continue the conversation so we helped shape her message in a way that she could talk about the business and you know her opening line we worked on was I'm in the business or we're in the business of saving lives when you open like that, we automatically want to know, oh, how, why, what do you do? And so when we start with, or you can call it provocative messaging, if you like, when we start with something that piques people's interest, they want to continue the conversation. Then she was able to talk about the cameras, what they do, how to keep people safe. She can another time throw in a few statistics to you know, make people think, there's a whole lot of information there that she can shape for a minute message, a two minute. Somebody says to her a networking meeting, hey, Joe, could you talk for 10 minutes about what you do? You can literally, it's a bit like Lego. You've got different parts. You can add this and use that on another occasion. That's the importance. It's, but it's having a message that you feel comfortable with that you can see people are picking up their pencils or they're leaning in those little fine micro expressions that make you can see where people are connecting and listening and reacting to what you're talking about. Awesome. So a couple key takeaways there. Um, test and tweak your message, making it specific, making it compelling. Um, really starting to play with that and think about some questions, either your ideal clients, how can you network using these personal messages and using your communication in a way where that makes your networking more effective for your clients or people who can introduce you to your clients seeing okay how can i be of service of them through networking right i i was in a, a couple of years ago we, when we did in-person um networking events i was going to some networking events obviously invited by my friend johan and who i started engaging with um, I was in a room with probably maybe 50 business owners. They were all in their fifties or sixties, like 30 years plus in business, everyone. I'm there, I was probably about 27 at the time. And everyone just comes up to me, he's like, oh, what are you, are you in school or something? And like, they thought I was maybe someone's son or something. Um, but frequently I would get, uh, I would get called out um by the speakers as the one of the super connectors of the group one of the best networkers and super connectors of the group and um when in when when asked you know a lot of people asked you know why are you here a lot of them said tyson sharp you know and so much business was done because of that um and i had an inkling at the time i was working with a lot of you know more corporate clients and that sort of thing i'm not anymore um so I'm not no longer, you know, that's no longer my focus, but having that 
attention of saying who is my ideal clients who do what who would i like to network with who would i love to just have in my um network as mentors right and and seeing how can i be of service to them by connecting them with people who uh who could be ideal clients or key sources of collaboration actually do it and see the momentum that it builds in your business you can also do this within the serving circle or within whatever networking events that you guys join and start connecting people and see what sort of momentum you can build for your own business as they reach out to you and say how can i be of service to you how can i connect with you with someone else or whatever and just see how it flows and if you do that from a very expansive heartfelt loving energy you'll be very surprised with how quick it can build um so there are a few things to pay attention to but is there anything else jenny you want to add to that i just want to add to that you there's good and bad news heart-centered people often struggle to articulate what they do and you know we, they, there are very sort of there are statements if you like that people make you know i i do this i'm transformational i help with this at the end of the day whether we're heart-centered or we're a plumber or whatever going back to what we were saying earlier people want to know what happens what the transformation is when they work with you so be prepared to think about what what do people get when they when they work with you and the, the other takeaway if you if you like is you never know who knows who and you never know who knows what and if you don't ask the question you will never know so even if something feels random you know you are you're asking for something unless you ask that question you're never going to give anybody the opportunity to be able to think about how they can help you so be bold and ask the question i am looking for somebody who etc etc and you as i say you might get a sea of blank faces but then as time goes on people will know how to help and support you so i, I you know the degrees of separation that we that used to be six are now less than two we are more connected than ever even on this small snapshot of a call we have a truly global audience here you know global members here so you just don't know unless you ask those questions and you know who knows who and who knows what beautiful awesome now opening up for questions i do want to uh close off in a sec so we're not on um zoom for 15 hours but questions are very welcome rainbow go for it um, I just wanted to share that I've heard regarding the niche that you wanted to pass the face test. What that means is when you say what you do, somebody sees the face of somebody, either themselves or somebody that they know specifically, oh my gosh, George is looking exactly for that. So, you know, having it specific enough that an actual person comes to mind when you're talking about it. Beautiful. So ask yourself the question, does, you, does that come to mind for you when you share your communication? Good stuff. Chris. My question is, is if you have multiple things and you try to put it under one umbrella that I'm finding is very confusing. Yeah, because absolutely. I do a podcast, because I uh, I do coaching, I do hypnotherapy, I do, I do, I do, I'm certified in these things. And so 
I, I, I want to thank you guys for, for allowing us to have this because I, the whole time I was sitting here, I was taking notes and all of a sudden I was like, okay, what's my niche? Where's my, what's my, not my angle, but where, where do I want to stand out? Was the question that I kept hearing from you guys. And um, I just wanted to say thank you because on my journey that I'm doing, which is something totally different so the fact is, is I'm do I've got so many irons in the fire. I've got to be able to concentrate on one, and 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 instead of being fragmented, to bring it all down to that thing. You can continue further conversations with people. Speak speak about. You may speak about different things at, in different places, and and that's absolutely okay. When you speak about lots of different things, you confuse people because when people when good networkers go to meetings in the spirit of helping and supporting people, then, you know, they're, they're actively listening. But if you start talking about one thing and then talk about another, they get confused as to how to help you. And then they don't help you at all. It's like when we, you know, if you've ever been to a craft fair and, you know, you get to try some samples or oh, there's some lovely jams, try the strawberry, try the blueberry, try the raspberry, try the this. Yeah. And invariably people go, oh, I don't know which one I like best. We'll go and have a cup of coffee and then we'll come back. But if you say, try the strawberry or try the raspberry, which do you prefer? Invariably, people can make a decision. But, you know, often I go to networking meetings and not sometimes if you've got a, a connection between what you do, that's OK, because you can continue a conversation and say, oh, you know, by the way, this is what I do. And that led me to starting my podcast about. But you often meet people that will say, you know, oh, I, I sell insurance and, you know, I, I also am a LinkedIn expert. It's kind of like well, they, they, they don't go together. And what people are trying to do is it's, it's what they think is perceived value. Well, I've taken the time to come or I've spent the money to come. I'm jolly well going to talk about everything I do when really and truly what they've done is wasted their time and or their money because they've left an audience confused. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, funnily enough, the, the, the funny example is the lady that I do know who really does do vegan cakes and does do gluten-free cakes also does therapeutic socks and she talks about both so she'll and so you you're literally thinking about the case and also you know i do i sell therapeutic socks it's kind of like whoa that just doesn't make sense it's so it's 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 very random you know i, I listen a lot so i kind of write down what everybody does but as, as i say if you want to be known for that particular thing that you do then talk consistently about that thing that you do and you do well. And then you become known as, the, oh, Chris is the lady you need to speak to about that. Tyson's the guy you want to speak to about that. Ask Randy about that. I keep hearing him talk about. Awesome. So one of the, um, so Chris, you could even ask yourself before a speaking engagement of some kind, a networking event or a podcast, whatever, you can ask yourself, okay, given this audience, given who's going to be here, given the people who I'm talking to, do I want to promote the podcast? Do I want to invite them to the coaching? Could I solve something in particular with hypnotherapy and try out that particular message? Because if you've got an audience that like, if you've got 30 people on a call and all of a sudden you're like, oh, this coming week, I need some podcast guests. All of a sudden you've got that minute or two and be like, here's the podcast. Here's the problem that we solve for people. Here's the type of guests that I want. And this is, this, this is the next step to, um, you know, to jump on and share, share my audience. Um, you're going to have people say, you know, you're going to have five, six people be like, holy shit. Yeah, let's do it. But if you say, if you go to 10 networking events and you're saying both the podcast and the hypnotherapy and the coaching, and this is, 
you know, shaman and all, all the stuff. And then people, then you just got a hundred people who are confused and maybe to reach out or something, you, you know, it may be more time effective for you to ask the question beforehand. What of my disciplines do I want to promote given this situation? Therefore, if you get four or five, six guests or whatever for the, um, for the next week or two, you might not have to promote it for the next, you know, few events and you just need to subtly mention it instead of having it as an ask. Right. I, I, I think when you, yeah, sometimes when you present five modalities of how you get your information to people, they hear you do five different things. When in fact you do one thing, I can just deliver it five different ways. Are you best one-on-one -on -one coaching? Um, do you like listening to podcasts? In other words, my message is the same, but we've just got a lot of different ways we can get it to you. Loving it. So if we, um, if we have the specific questions we can ask ourselves around, what is our message? How do we help most? Who do we would like to network with? Um, you got some things you can really build momentum on. So thank you guys for your questions, Jenny. Thanks for your expertise. Uh, I'll leave Just that. one I'll more thing, that. Tyson. What oh, you yeah, can actually, what you can actually do is, our, the, the serving circle is is a wonderful, inclusive place, uh, and you know it's it's a place where we can, you know, trust each other. It's a, it's a safe space. I'll actually, ask somebody, what do you think it is that I do? And, you know, I've, I've done that exercise with people in, in, in groups where I've sent people into breakout rooms to talk about what they do. And then I've said, you know, hey, Sandra, can you tell me what Julie does? And it's kind of like, I uh, ask somebody, what is it you think I do? What, who is it mm. you think I work with? And have those conversations with people. People go, oh, I, you know, I didn't really like to ask. Or I think you work with people who are struggling with or needing help with or whatever. And just see, test the water and see if your community you know, when we're showing up every week and building trusted relationships, see if your community get what it is that you do. Like it. Yeah. That could be the litmus test to see if, yeah. <laughs> if your message is memorable, clear, compelling. Um, so test it out, test it out and see. And like I said, I think moving forward, I'm not too sure how it's going to look, but I'm thinking of helping more and more people in the serving circle with their networking, whether it's putting it in the free resources or the welcome pack or something. We can do some trainings on how uh, people can just get the most out of the serving circle, uh, most out of the events, their connections with people. So maybe we can bring some experts together like you, Jenny, and um, help people just really get the tips that they need most. Uh, I'm not sure what it looks moving forward, but you know, I'm looking to I'm looking to put something like that together. So we'll see what the details may be moving forward in the next few weeks or so. But thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks for being here, guys, and all your questions and support. It's been awesome. I'll see you the same day and time next week, okay? All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Good guys. To see you all. Take, Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups 
and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.